0: Awesome, thank you, Bruce. Thank you, Luke. That was awesome. This morning, I'm um, speaking on letting your light shine. And um, so, I'll just pray, Lord. I just uh, thank you for this opportunity to um, to share with your fam- my family this morning. And uh, Lord, I just pray that you'll give us open hearts and open ears to hear what you want to say to each one of us this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. I was just talking with um, a couple of lovely ladies this morning, and um, we were just talking about, um, you know, worshipping God um, during the week, and just talking about, just remembering, just thinking back, You know, um, for those of us that have known God for a while, just thinking back to when we first um, came to know Him, and we were talking about the little Anglican church that a couple of us went to, and talking about how the hymns used to be on this like wooden board, and you'd put the numbers up for the hymn in the hymn book, and um, that kind of thing. And um, and I was just saying, or we we were just saying to one another, you know. you think back, and you think, you know, if God hadn't come into my life, if Jesus, if I hadn't got to know Jesus, where would I be now? Um, you know, and often when I think about that, I I I often start to cry because I just think, wow, God, you are amazing. You know, you chose us, each one of us. Um, you know, and a couple of the ladies said, you know, they honestly didn't think that they would be here today. You know, so God is awesome. I just felt to felt to share that. Um, so talking about letting our light shine this morning, and, um, and light contrasted with darkness is a huge theme in the Bible. Um, like, for example, Psalm 119 says, your word is a lamp for my feet and a light for my path. I love that scripture. Um, and in Peter, First Peter, it says, uh, for you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people belonging to God, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Um, Jesus was teaching in the temple um, when he said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. I thought that was a good kind of scripture to start with, that, that Jesus is the light. And that, in order for us to, to shine, it's not our light, it's, it's his light within us. We first have to, to know him and let him be inside us and be changing us. And um, of course, we don't have to be perfect, you know, to shine his light, but we just have to allow him to work through us. Um, the main scripture that I want to look at this morning is Matthew 5, verses 14 to 16, and it says, you are the light of the world, us. And this is Jesus speaking. He said, we are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand, and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. And that last part's the part that I want to emphasise today: that we let our light shine before others, that they can see our good deeds and glorify Jesus. It's our job to point the way to Him. And um, obviously, we're at the moment we're planning this um, wonderful event, Shine Lane Park. Lights of Christmas, Um, and some of you last week will have got, um, we had a two-page handout just explaining some of the things that our ideas, our thinking around how that's going to run, and areas where we would like. Help. <laughs> um, so there's heaps more of those available at the hub if you would like to have a read through. Um, lots of different areas where we need help. Obviously, we need prayer support. Um, you know, there's no point in us putting on an event for the community if we haven't haven't got that prayer. You know, it's God has got to got to do it. We can only do our part, but He's got to do His part. Um, you know and it's I guess it's just our, the heart behind it is that it's really something that we want to do as a church for our community um, where our idea is that um, kind of as a draw card that we're going to light up a whole lot of the light of the sorry the trees in our beautiful park um, that we have Lane Park Um for instance, um, we've got a couple of these awesome, these huge lights that Faye Dean bought like 10 years ago. Um, and we're gonna put them in the two big trees out the front, kind of halfway up. Dean and um, Christopher Dean did a bit of a trail run during the week and they look amazing. It's gonna be so good. People driving past are gonna just you know, be able to see that. Um, and then all down the pathways, we're gonna have lights and um, just have all these amazing things. Actually, do you want to just, oh, you've got them up there, great. Um, yeah, this, so this is the kind of thing we're thinking of. And that's kind of, you know, we're hoping that um, that families will drive past and go, oh, let's go see what's happening there, and just, we're going to advertise really well as well. Um, and then we're going to do, um, as in the past, we're going to do a manger scene, a nativity scene, in our stables that we've got out there. Um, and I was talking with Fay Dean about this a couple of weeks ago, and because she had the original vision about 10 years ago to do this, and they did it. Um, and, um, and she said that she was talking to God about Christmas and things, and, and God said to her, well, you've got a stable, you know, and sort of that's where it started. And she was so excited that we're going to be doing it again, And, you know, it'll be a little bit different, but that's what we want to do. So we really want our community to come in and to be able to to think about Jesus, you know, at Christmas time and to to know that Jesus is the reason for the season, not centre. Um, and um, and so we're going to also have like we're going to show hospitality. We're going to have a sausage sizzle. We're going to have candy floss. I messaged my daughter during the week and said you've got to come to this event. There's going to be candy floss. I thought I'd have you at candy floss, and she said yeah, you got me at candy floss. Totally, she's twenty three. <laughs> Um, and we're going to have some giveaways like we're going to have candy canes with like little messages about Jesus and about the meaning of the candy cane, we're going to have some little keys with a message that we can give to people Um, we're going to have hot chocolates, we're going to have popcorn um, I said sausages, but yep, sausages you can never have too many sausages yep (laughs) so it's it's exciting, I think it's going to be awesome um Yeah, and I just wanted to just quickly go back as well and just really honour. I mean, I just constantly stop and think, you know, we've got this incredible property. We've got this amazing building. And I just like to stop and just thank God and just honour the people who have brought us this far. You know, I know, I don't know the whole story. I've been told some of it, but like just... Um, like, for instance, um, Anne Wood, Neville's mum, who like had the glory box and um, for many years and just made so much money to put into their first original building. You know, um, we, Dean and I had the privilege of um, of meeting her before she went over to England a few months ago. And what, an, what a wonderful gift she is. And it was really cool too because we were able to say to her, you know, The church has just been paid, the mortgage is, we're mortgage free now. And, you know, for her that was really cool. It was cool closure for her that she came here for a purpose and that purpose was fulfilled. Um, And also just like to really honour Paul you know, um, Paul Jackson, and, you know, I've been told that he used to go up on the hill and just spend hours praying over this property, and that he spent years um, negotiating um, to purchase this property, and, you know, and I know there's many others that, you know, a lot of work was done on this building, and um, building the auditorium, and painting, and just heaps of stuff that's been done, and I just really want to honour those people and thank God for those people, um, you know, what a blessed place we are in, and, and it means that we can share um, these amazing facilities with our community, and, which is just totally exciting. I also really feel that um, this whole event that we're we're looking at running with, with Shine um, is actually prophetic, as shining our light and shining God's light into this community. It's not just an event we're putting on for the sake of it, you know. And um, and I think it's not actually going to matter how many people come. If we have a few hundred or way more than that, it's a prophetic. We're saying something. Um, it's a spiritual thing. We're, we're declaring over the city and over, um, over the Hutt Valley, you know, that Lane Park Church Um, we have the answer, we know Jesus, we carry the light and we want to shine the light into this community and we want others to have that light of Christ as well. So um, I'm just going to turn the spotlight on so you can see it. It will take a while to warm up. This is one of the ones that Faye bought. And I'm doing this to kinda to symbolise that this is us as a church family. It is going. It just takes a while. Can I leave you to sort that down? <laughs> anyway, this is to symbolise us as a church family and a church community shining as one um, out into our community. And then I want to contrast that and talk for a little bit about us as individuals. So I'm just going to turn this other one on. This is symbolizing us as individuals, our little lights shining all through our community, wherever we live, wherever we work. Now we spend most of our week in our community, not in here. and, I mean, it can sound pretty daunting. Oh, you know, I need to shine my light in my community, in, in my street, in my workplace. Um, <clears throat> but there's a principle in God that little things are important to God. And there's a principle that if we are faithful with little things, that God will entrust us with more. Um, you think about the parable of the talents, which I'm not going to go into right now. <coughs> Excuse me. So just like for a few ideas, shining our light in our street and in our community might just be as simple as praying for our neighbours or our workmates or our schoolmates. It might just be spending a few extra minutes chatting with a neighbour on the footpath. And this last week, I, um, I just got home from my little bus driving job and I was just about to go inside and do something. And this lady that lives in our street stopped me and started talking to me and telling me her life story, and, which was fine, you know, you know those kind of things, you know, okay, this is a God moment, I need to stop and pay attention here, and the, it was so funny, because about three times in this like 10 minute conversation, she kept saying to me, I, I don't know, I don't even know you, I don't know why I'm telling you all this, and I thought, yeah, I know why, <laughs> so that was cool, <laughs> Shining our light in our community, and this this is a good one, might look like letting another car or two into the traffic when we're driving home and we're in a hurry and there's lots of traffic. It's a good one, eh? (laughs) Or it might look like giving somebody at the supermarket a shopping bag because they don't have any. Or it might look like picking up some rubbish on the footpath or on the floor at a cafe. Or it might look like taking your shopping trolley back or taking your coffee cup back. And it definitely, definitely looks like clearing your table at McDonald's when you're finished. <laughs> and I would add to that, Dean and I have a challenge. We always say thank you to the staff at McDonald's just to see if they'll say anything back. <laughs> and the other night we got a wave, yes. <laughs> it could be praying with someone for healing, um, anywhere. It could be inviting someone to church, or to your small group or a church event, like the Shine event. Um, It might just be, hey, come to church with me. I'm gonna pick you up at 10.15 and I'm taking you to the cafe afterwards for a hot drink. It really just begins with, with taking ownership, doesn't it? And deciding that this is our community and we're gonna take every single opportunity to make a difference, even if it's small. And we 're going to be led by the Holy Spirit, and it 's going to be for God 's glory. That's the goal, isn't it, that God is glorified and that we point the way for, to Jesus. Um, I had the privilege of um, meeting with um, Nikki uh, Robinson the other week, and we were just and she was praying for me after I prayed for her, and we had a cool time together. And she prayed something that which just really um, has stuck in my mind. And that's she was praying for me when I drive my little school bus and take my kids. And she said she prayed that the kids wouldn't just and the families wouldn't just think that I was a nice lady. That they would actually know that I belong to Jesus. And I think that's you know that's that's something really cool that we can pray as well. We don't want to just be a nice bunch of people, do we? People need to know that we serve Jesus and that's what makes a difference. And I think this morning as well, a couple of times already it's been mentioned, which is interesting, but and I think a really important thing about letting our light shine is that it's gotta be really genuine. It can't, we can't manufacture it. And um, one of my favorite verses um, is in Luke six forty-five. 45. Um, it says, people are known in the same way. <clears throat> Out of the virtue stored in their hearts, good and upright people will produce good fruit. But out of evil hidden in their hearts, evil ones will produce what is evil. For the overflow of what has been stored in your heart will be seen by your fruit and will be heard in your words. And I just, I shorten that myself to, you know, out of the heart, the mouth speaks. And that's, that's so true. I want to just um, just bring encouragement, too, that, that we don't need to wait until we're perfect before God can use us to make a difference in our community. We can start small, and God uses the imperfect. Thank goodness <laughs> I'd be totally disqualified. Um, 2 Corinthians 12, verses 7 to 10 says, Therefore, in order to keep me from becoming conceited, and this is Paul speaking, I was given a thorn in my flesh, then I am strong. And I've just got a little clip to play, just a little YouTube clip. Um, This is a story that you you may have heard before, um, but I just think it's a really good reminder. This particular version has no voiceover, so it's just got some background music. So it's just something to watch and just ponder and just let God speak to you. So enjoy this. Isn't that cute? <laughs> I love how the dragon pot keeps going. <laughs> this is so cute. <laughs> yeah, but the message is clear, isn't it? You know, we don't have to be perfect or what, you know, we don't have to be what other people think is perfect. God can totally use us and be a blessing just as we are, as we let him use us and shine through us. The final scripture that I've got today is in, in John 13, verses 34 and 35. A new commandment I give you, love one another as I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples, if you love one another. And, you know, thinking about loving one another within this church family and I think, I, I just really want to encourage you that I think this is something we do really well. Um, I think that it's in the DNA right from when this church began and Hudson and Jones' rumpus room and, you know, that there was hospitality and that there was real genuine caring for one another. And I think that's something that I've seen a lot in this church, that people are, are great at praying for one another, visiting one another, serving one another, great hospitality. So... Yeah, just be encouraged. Keep it up. It's awesome. Yeah. So I'm just going to pray, and then I'm going to hand back to the band for our final song. Lord, I just really thank you for this time together. Lord, I I thank you for every single person that is here, Lord, and um, none of them are here by accident today, Father. And Lord, I just pray that um, that the things that we've talked about, Lord, that... um, that during the service, Lord, the amazing worship, Lord, the communion, everything, Father, that you will speak to people, speak to all of us, Lord, and um, just touch our hearts. Give us something that we can ponder about during the week, Lord, and help us to be listening to your Holy Spirit and being guided by you so that we can shine our light collectively as a church, but also as individuals and. the places where we work and live, Father, that we can be a blessing to those around us and that we can point the way to you, Father, that uh, you will be glorified. We ask in your precious name, Jesus. Amen.